right. So yeah, thanks everyone for coming on for another media club. The is it the first first one of 2021? So I'm Claire. We have Anya. Hi Anya. Hi. <laughs> Hi Sabrina. Hey. Hey Adrian. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Hazel. It's just order of who I can see on the Hi. screen. Um, right. So should I feel like we should start with um Bridgerton? Is that is that what we want to take it? <laughs> How far have you got guys got with it? What do you mean? How far? The end? <laughs> did you not watch it? I did. I finished it first... like last no. month. <laughs> no, you all watched it all. I, I, I didn't think... watch it at all. I saw the reviews and I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> but I know what it's about because I saw reviews. <laughs> oh, lovely. You know what it's about at least. Wait, who yeah. didn't finish it? Sabrina really? didn't? I started it ages ago and just couldn't like get into the first episode. Then rewatched <laughs> it again recently. That's what it was because I've been so tired with like after work. I'm thinking, oh, I don't have like the brain capacity to follow this. So, you like, don't need brain capacity. I know, but like for an hour, when I see like a thing being an hour long, it's so off putting to like sit and watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, I recently watched the first episode. Well, I mean, we're gonna spoil it for you, so just just yeah. a heads up. But to be fair, I would not. I, so I nominated this, but I would not have if it was not for Shonda Ryan's because otherwise, just another like white show. To be honest, um, but that 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 was my hot take to begin with. Um, <laughs> All right, any, anyone else? Like, what did you think? I know Hazel, Hazel, you liked it, right? I liked it. I would never have watched it if it wasn't suggested for Media Club because <laughs> just from, I didn't watch any reviews or trailers or anything. I just saw the picture and I thought, it looks like it's set in America in like modern, <laughs> but also the past. And I was like, what? It, I was like, <laughs> what is this going to be? I was very confused, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it took me from the second episode to get into it. Like I mm. felt like after the first episode, I wasn't that into it, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I would put it in the category of trashy viewing, but um, I enjoyed it. Um, mm. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Trashy viewing. I did, I, I did enjoy it. I feel like a lot of people are embarrassed to say they watched Bridgerton or that they liked it, but I think 82 million people have watched it or something. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I was always going to watch it. I was always yeah. going to watch it because there's like a crazy amount of memes oh, <laughs> about yeah. it online. And the memes have been so entertaining. And so I thought I've got to check it out. And then just never did. Um, but so far, so good, you know. <laughs> Episode one isn't that bad. The Duke is quite attractive. Which makes I it mean, easier to go I back mean, to come on. <laughs> Anya, what did you think? Um, I liked it. I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, I don't know. That's not, I saw the picture and I, I wasn't really into it. But then we watched the trailer and I thought, hmm, it sounds like, you know, one of those Christmas books you would read. You know, they end up together. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we gave it a go and... Um, it wasn't me who was like one more, one more. So, and that says a lot because somebody else didn't want to watch it, and then ended up being hooked. So we watched it in like three days. Um, oh, damn. And I, I think it's actually deeper than I expected because I didn't yeah. think there would be like a feminist angle and stuff. Um, mm. So from, yeah, I did like it. Yeah yeah no yeah you're right it, it, yeah it's like i would say like it is trash viewing but it's like there's levels to trash viewing like selling sunset yeah exactly 
Oh, yeah, it's a bit more I'm, sophisticated than selling songs. I could not get in songs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really tried. <laughs> um, Adrian, do you want to share like what you told me yesterday about the reviews you were writing? Well, like, because when I first heard about Bridgerton, I was like, I was intrigued because I really love Jane Austen. Like, I love Jane Austen novels so much. And I was like, ooh, modern take might be interesting. <laughs> but I actually don't really like, like, modern day, like, scandal sex like type of shows like I kind of like the very like pure demure like oh we just held hands like aspects <laughs> and like Jane Austen novels so I was like they kind of took what I liked about Jane Austen novels and changed it <laughs> so I was like not super excited about it and then I watched a review because actually I forgot that this was for Media Club. And then so I watched a review before I realized oh. I was supposed to watch it for Media Club. Yeah. And the person was saying that like there wasn't as much diversity as like, you know, it seemed like there was going to be. Like they kept talking about how like, oh, it's going to be so diverse. We're really going to make diversity and race like a huge thing within the show. But then it turned out that actually like, most of the main characters are just like light-skinned black people and white people so there's not really a lot of talking roles that are given to like darker black people like I think the only one is maybe the father and he's like a really like evil character <laughs> so, yeah. so they're like well that's kind of a problem and there were like no Asian people yeah you know, or no like Latina people or anything so it was very like you know, just sort of like black people and white people. So that was mm. one criticism they had. And then the other criticism they had, which made me not want to watch it, was that the relationship between the two mains is a little bit like dubious in some areas. Like, I don't want to give any spoilers away because Sabrina <laughs> hasn't watched it. But there were like some aspects that they talked about with the plot and the relationship that I didn't like. So I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> So I don't maybe it's not as like bad like in the actual moment when you're watching it. But I was like, I don't know if I can watch it now, like knowing that's going to come. Mm. You know, I feel like I'd just be like thinking about it the whole time. So I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> so anyway, that was my opinion on it. But obviously I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we won't. I guess we won't talk about the ending too much because Sabrina will will watch it. But I will say I think um. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with the reviews, but it was nice to see Marina Thompson as like, like a because she she's like a proper lady, right? Like she's mm -hmm. in the running to get married, um. So that was nice, but you cannot escape like the light and dark dichotomy. Like it's just so obvious, and I mean, but I did enjoy watching. It was very entertaining, but I do wish. Do, do you all feel like it was a little rushed too? The plot. Like they tried so hard to like wrap everything up. Maybe I'm reading. I appreciate. I appreciated that they wrapped it up because mm. you know when you watch things like Gossip Girl or almost any drama, they leave you on a cliffhanger at the end. I appreciated that mm -hmm. they wrapped it up. So mm -hmm. if I choose not to watch season two, it's not the end of the world. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know how this all worked out for now. Mm. I think there was just one thing at the end where it was like, oh. What was that? You know, this isn't really going to spoil much when the mum mm. of the three girls has some paper in her hand and we don't see what's written on the paper. Do you remember? Uh, Something oh. connected to her husband and probably money. And um, I think yeah. there's a name on the paper and we don't see what's on the paper. I think that was literally the only thing that didn't get wrapped up as far as I could tell. 
I think what I found confusing because yeah. what's the the um the secret lady? What was her name again? We kind of find out who he is, but I feel like because in, in Gossip Girl, you didn't find out until the end. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that, you know, somebody else is going to do it now because it'll be boring if the letters keep coming, but we know who it is. Or maybe, mm-hmm. there, you know, there could be a twist. And also the sister who basically was gone the whole season and then came back right before the end i wonder if there's more to her story because why introduce a character at the end of a season if Mm. there's nothing more to it so i'm wondering if you know that's going to be explored more in the the next seasons because it you know why why have somebody never be talked about and then all of a sudden she comes back from wherever she was i think she was in france probably yeah that's a good point I feel like they do those things to get the interest to allow them to produce oh. the <laughs> Yeah, that would definitely. And they like they leave it to the last minute, and it's one of those that it's not that big a deal if there isn't a season two, where it gives every reason for there to be a season two. Mm. But it's eight books, mm. isn't it? Eight or nine? Oh, oh I, I have no God. idea. I, I don't want to read the books. Know. No offense. <laughs> um, <laughs> who was Gossip Girl? Damn! Do you want to know? Oh, yeah, I do, I do want to because I <laughs> like Gossip Girl. I but it went it. downhill. It was done. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, wow. I know. <laughs> it's kind of creepy because he's like the creepy guy in you as well, like the the Netflix show, the killer. Oh, Galal oh. showed me some sort of summary of that, and it looked oh, very creepy. It's, creepy. it's like the epitome of the white guy. I hate. Like he's trying to be woke, but he's evil. It's like, mm-hmm. um, so there, there, I brought up white men again. Anyways. <laughs> What's up? Sorry. It's so good though. Oh, have oh, you seen you it? Know? I really you, like it. It was good. I think he I think he plays that character so well. Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's cre- it's creepy the way that he plays it so well. Yeah. Um <laughs> just in I, I did think it it was for Bridgerton, like it's kind of funny they like stealthily brought race in there because what what's her She's my favorite character. Yet. I don't know her name, like the 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 lady that helps the Duke. Like oh his, his auntie. auntie yeah his auntie motherly motherly figure but she says something like you need to marry um what's your uh Daphne you need to marry Daphne because do you see the queen the king married her so now we can intermix with the whites it's like oh boy okay but that was the care. that was the yeah. only time in the season where race was a thing because I feel like yeah. before it was never talked about it never yeah. came up they were just you know whoever they were but only in that moment that was where it was made a thing and I feel like when it was sold as it's diverse and race is a big thing I assume there would be more in the storyline about it but there was literally nothing there was just yeah. a somewhat diverse cast and then that bit thrown in yeah. I hadn't like read anything prior I've just seen like the memes and because I had no context for them like I just didn't really know much about it and I didn't really pay attention to the trailers when they were on um but it's interesting that they sold it as like really diverse and people actually expected to get that because <laughs> when I watched it, because I haven't heard anything about it, mm-hmm. I was like surprised at how, for me, it felt really diverse just mm-hmm. because for a, for a show to be set, um, the times that it was, it wouldn't, you would not have one like brown person on show in the slightest that wasn't yeah. a maid or the help or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So to have 
two <laughs> in like a good um in a good role I felt like that's asking that's quite asking a lot for something set in those times if you're being realistic and they're trying to be realistic to some to some degree it's like yeah so I wasn't surprised that there wasn't that many I think that should I feel like when they said that it was going to be like really diverse I feel like they should have kind of put more information with it instead of because they can't you can't deliver that unless you're going to kind of change the story um I don't know how to I don't know how to like articulate but yeah they shouldn't have set it when they were going to say it if they were going to try and make it more diverse I think that was kind of the point though was that like they wanted to kind of make it a kind of alternate like alternate reality type of in the past so they wanted to do it in the past but kind of make it not like not realistic at least that was the sense that I got and like the YouTube video that I saw like actually did like a really great breakdown about it and they were talking about how they used like um uh like they were trying to do like colorblind like casting and stuff like that so they they did try to like make they they and I think like the showrunners actually did make a point of being like oh this is super diverse so the fact that they kind of made it into an alternate type of like history so that they could make it diverse and the showrunners really pushed the fact that it would be diverse I think that's why everyone is so disappointed because it came from like the show creators themselves oh no when you put it like that (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if everyone but I know in the books the Duke is definitely white so you know they did change that from the books I was wondering about that Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I do think it is a lot better than some of the other shows. Yeah. Like, and definitely it is good that they had, like, as much diversity as they did have. But I think that it was because it was, like, such a thing that they did try to hype up about the show. It kind of mm-hmm. was, like, you know, um, they kind of made it into a thing and then ended up shooting themselves in the foot with it, <laughs> you know? And the, the YouTuber that I saw, they said that they shouldn't have done, like, color, like, like race blind testing but that they should have actually like taken people's like races into account and tried to get a more diverse cast like that was their um their opinion it's kind of like how cobra kai they're like yo we're gonna be diverse cultural appropriation one asian person <laughs> about karate anyways <laughs> that's a tangent um, i think it just sounds fake though you don't need to tell people you're going to be diverse like you've just got to do it. I think as well, the more that you say, oh, we're going to make it more diverse, there's going to be an expectation that you can't, you can't fulfill. Because if mm-hmm. you really wanted people to know you're going to be diverse, your actions would speak louder than your words. You would just see the change and you would know the change is going to be big and that you don't need to mm-hmm. explain it or make people aware. They'll just be aware of it. Um, Advertise it. Yeah. 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 It is advertising. I mean, it was very entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it is the hype associated that's like, all right, didn't live up to it. Come on, Shonda. I mean, it's not her fault. She's amazing. It, 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 that just goes to, I, I mean, do you think like they should have done it in like a contemporary setting? Like, would that have made it quote unquote mo- more diverse? I think what, with all the costumes and everything, like with this, like, 
I mean, no costumes, just like a, like a, a drama, just and like like now. But then the storyline wouldn't work because you don't really have to get married and you know find a husband by I don't know how old is she eighteen? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I really just... did like the concept of like kind of trying to like take an alternate take on history <laughs> and then like providing like some type of like context for why there would be my, more diversity. So I, I think they had a really good idea and I was kind of excited about that. So I I guess I just wish that they pushed a little bit further, you know? Yeah. Do you think you'll watch it at some point? No. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be an armchair analyst. <laughs> but what, what if there's like a, a Latinx or Asian protagonist in season two, like one of the leads? maybe actually oh like if if there was like more diverse and they got more into the race aspect in season two i think i would watch it uh like i don't really like a bunch of sex and tv shows <laughs> so i might be like fast forwarding through some of the sex scenes i don't know but i think i i would watch it if they did dive more into that and that they really made it like more of a core part of the show because mm -hmm. i think that was the thing that i thought was most interesting and to hear that they didn't really do that much about it, that kind of like also sort of killed my interest in it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What, <laughs> what, what do you what do you think, Hazel? Because um, I mean, you, you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it. I'm in Korea. Like there's not really much hype going on here. So I just saw the picture and I thought I'm not interested in that. And then um, I knew we had to watch it for Media Club. So I just watched it and enjoyed it without thinking too deeply about it all, to be honest. Um, like, I recognized it was more diverse than your usual show, of course. Um, but like, I didn't really think that deeply about it. But then afterwards, I read some articles about it and people were, yeah, um, commenting on the uh, the fact that most of the main characters who were black were light skinned. So I did read some stuff yeah. about that afterwards. Um, but when I was watching it, like, I, I guess I wasn't thinking too deeply. I just, I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, it's kind of weird because at a certain point, you look up the actors and they're like younger than you. And it's like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the one issue, I think I mentioned this to you, Claire, the one thing that really did irritate me was um, who's seen Coronation Street? Uh, <laughs> yes, I think it's Sabrina. You hear Sabrina? Do you know Sally? Sally in Coronation Street. Oh yeah, I was going to few. I haven't watched it in years, but I know who Sally is. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it in years. Daphne is Sally's daughter, and she's the spit mm. in real life, and she's the spitting image. So when oh. I realized that, I couldn't look at her without thinking about Sally. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> she's like a fifty-year-old woman, and it was like, and she's a really irritating character. So it was really like irritating. That, that kind of ruined it a little bit for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's hilarious. That reminds me, you know, when Daphne, okay, I'm sorry, this is kind of spoiling it a little bit, but when she goes to wherever the Duke lives, um, they have this like annual tradition of this like what pig contest, and the tradition is the winner of like the, what is it? The tradition they get work by providing the poultry to the to the, the, pig, Duke, the pork. The, the, I don't I don't remember, but. Um, there, it's like a Korean word, which is like you—you kind of need nunchi, which basically you need to know the vibe, like feel the room. Obviously, why is there this competition? It's for the farmers, the workers, and she was like, "The Duke could have told her." Yeah, why didn't he tell her? I mean, 
I don't think he knew either, clearly. And it's like, oh, these all are wealthy. They're not like the little things like that that made me really irritated, but that made it kind of amusing at the same time. Mm. I don't know. What do you? What do you two think? What do you? Well, three things. I mean, I kind of watched it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna see it for new lens now. <laughs> she so, like, like, I'll, I'll oh, I'm sorry. It, I'll try and stick it out to the end. I'll, I'll do a good job. I mean, it it, it is amu- it, it is amusing. Yeah, but some of the scenes I had to. Yo, if there wasn't a Netflix skip forward button, I probably wouldn't have watched many shows. Like, I'll just. <laughs> Like, were there any scenes that you, like, you, all of you, like, skipped there because it was too cringy? I never skip. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> no, I mean, no. there were scenes where I was like, oh, my God, this is unnecessary. Um, <laughs> like, why? Like, why? Like, with the sex scenes, like, I feel like it was a bit too much. Yeah. And it's like, the show could have been a lot more, I don't know. Like, I'm sure a lot of people just thought, oh, it's a period drama and put it on with their auntie or something. And then we're like... Oh no, like, <laughs> what have I done? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's another reason why I, didn't, <laughs> why I didn't finish watching the first episode the first time I watched it. I chose to watch it at the wrong time of the day. My windows were open and a sex scene happened. I thought the, the walls were too thin in this house. <laughs> my neighbors are not and think yeah. things are going on. And it's not, I thought, yeah, I'm not watching that today. Um, so, yeah, I have to think about what time I have to watch a show. Like, is it appropriate after the watershed? Like, what is, what is that? You know, when um, he tries to explain, um, <clears throat> you know, to her, do you remember they were in the park and he, like, explained, I'm like, why is he telling her this out in broad daylight? Like you wouldn't do this in real life. It's just too much. Like and she yeah. has no idea what she's what he's talking about. Like oh no, I no skipped idea. it. I I don't I didn't see it. So <laughs> I don't do it. Like her her mum has told her nothing at all about anything. Yeah, she's completely. It kind ignorant. of makes you realize how how hard it must have been before people talked about it because she literally had no idea. Yeah. Nothing. And that's, you know, quite a difficult situation to be in if you're to be married and then all of a sudden you're doing things that you've never heard about. Yeah. But you don't, don't you think it's interesting how women will also, like, scorn other women for having, like, a child out of marriage? And it's like, yeah. well, you haven't really explained how these things actually happen. So when it does happen, you can't really put the blame on, like, a young girl for not, for not having these things explained to her. You're just expecting to kind of figure it out yourself and mm-hmm. make him just go remember when what's his face is like i should take you to the bars or whatever it's like ugh, all right um mm-hmm. on that note should we move any last thoughts before we um talk about velvet for a bit okay <laughs> consensus is sabrina will watch it at some point adrian maybe it really if depends. Second season is good. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hazel, you recommended Velvet, right? So um, yeah, you... I'm almost at the end of season three. Oh. I've been watching it for a long, long time. <laughs> like, I love it. It's my favorite series. I love it. Yeah, I only watched the first episode. Has anyone else watched it? I've not watched it. Oh, okay. It's not no. on my Netflix. <laughs> oh, it's not? It's no. not in Canada? That's so I was strange. like, oh, too bad I can't watch Bridgerton. I guess I'll watch Velvet. It was like, 
not available on Netflix. Well. How am I gonna watch it? No, it is, it is good. I thought it was really it was really interesting. Um, because it's it's like uh set in like a fashion nineteen fifties era. It's insane. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was interesting because Hazel nominated it just so we could be a little less like um like English centric for our our viewing. Um, but <laughs> I guess we'll have to talk about that next time. Sorry, Hazel. <laughs> I, I will. I what did you think of episode one? Oh, sorry. No, I was going to uh, say I was just going to watch it before Briz- Bridgerton, but then I thought I've always started watching Bridgerton, so I might as well go back to that. And, <laughs> and now that you guys have like plotted the plot for me, <laughs> um, yeah, because Claire's only watched episode one, so there's not much spoilers that can be revealed. So um, I think. No, it, it's good i mean it is long it it is like they're like they're kind of like mini films but um i really i mean yeah like I, I won't give too much away but um i thought the plot was interesting i thought it was like very um everything's very vibrant right like it does seem like it's really like the 1950s i was very impressed by that um and the subtitles are easy to follow we can all do it um that was a diss set <laughs> i'm sure you guys have like all seen the comments where like you'll or you like um suggest something to friends and they'll be like oh there's subtitles like it's fine like it's really fine um but yeah I, I guess um i guess like we'll we'll talk about that that next time um sorry hazel but i did really like it and we can talk about it like one-on-one um should, do you do you all want to move on to should we talk about vanishing half next yeah that's the podcast yeah, yeah. Oh, the, no, no, the book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you read it? You can tell either. You can tell who hasn't read it. <laughs> In my defense, I only started reading again this week, so I'm proud oh, of myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that's really good, and it's being made into a movie, which is really exciting. Um, yeah. Wait, I mean, did everyone read it? Bes- yeah. Besides right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what did y'all think? I liked it. Me too. Same. Yeah, actually, I listened to the the audiobook version mm, because I got it for free by making an Audible account and then canceling my membership after I had the book. <laughs> Thanks, Audible. <laughs> Thanks, Audible. Shout out. If you want to sponsor me, then maybe I'll listen. But yeah, I thought it was really good. Like it was my first time listening to an audiobook, and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought the voices were really nice. It was very soothing listening to it while drawing it was and i really love the story it's very interesting and i thought it was great (laughs) (laughs) i really liked it too i liked how i think from i don't know like i guess the last two thirds of the book it's very like suspenseful like Mm. what's going on what's going to happen next what's going to happen next so i quite enjoyed that because i tend not to read for example, mystery or crime books where you have that more, that kind of a feeling. So I kind of enjoyed that. It was quite different for me, that kind of a feeling in a book. And um, yeah, the characters were really well written and um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, maybe we should do a brief summary so Sabrina can figure out what we're talking about. I'm just here thinking or... I'm going to do what Adrian did. Like... <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of it. I used to listen to um, audiobooks when I was younger and 
the app always pops up on my phone, but I just never make an account. But <laughs> life hack. You, you can get them free from the library. I'm, I'm in Korea and I borrow audiobooks for, from Hampshire libraries for free. So, mm. yeah, that's another tip. Sheffield has one too, but they are not as many online and you have to be lucky to find the one you're looking for. But if you just want to listen to any, you can, you know, look through. But they don't have the newer stuff because I think Audible, like, hogs quite a lot of the, the new things. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, who wants to give the summary? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> Are you still going to read it, Sabrina? I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, because then maybe a summary would take it too far. And you probably don't want to ruin it for people listening either. Yeah. Well, I think if we just say it briefly, so it's kind of about like these two twins that grow up in a village where it's like it's in the south and like a lot of so it's basically like a town full of black people that oh. don't really like being black. So they're always trying to like marry lighter people so that the skin is like lighter and lighter. So they're, they're these two twins that are born that are very light skinned uh, for for black people and then it kind of is like about uh these two twins uh and their lives so they kind of end up running away from home and one of the twins like goes missing and so it's kind of following like what happened to her like like you know after she kind of went missing and then it also follows like the plots of like their daughters and kind of like how different their lives are because of the choices that they've made. So there's kind of like this mystery element because she goes missing and then like, you know, like what happened to her and, you know. She leaves. I think that's important because she, she yeah. doesn't disappear. So she, she packs her bags and goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So she, she vanishes, but yeah, she does leave on her own volition. It's not like she gets kidnapped mm. or anything, mm. you know, mm. but then her, her sister can't find her. So it's like about like her sister, like trying to find her and then like her sister and then they, so yeah, they both have daughters. So yeah. Anyway, it's, it's interesting just seeing like how their lives bring them to different, like different places and how they've lived such different lives, even though they're twins. That sounds so bad, but I'm sure that book is in my Amazon basket. <laughs> I just need to you guys describe it. And then what you described, I was like, oh, is that the one that's been sitting in your Amazon basket for like a period of time? But there's quite a few books in my Amazon basket, but I've been holding off on reading, like buying them until I actually start reading again. But knowing that you four have actually read it and enjoyed it, like it's motivation to actually buy the book. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, mean, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I've been uh, recommending it to everyone this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you read it? Did, did you read it because of um, Media Club, Adrian? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I never heard about it until ooh, Media Club. And then yeah. I was like, ooh, it's so good. I, um, I think I, it's great because it covers like a lot of issues about like race, but then there's also like a mystery aspect and there's kind of like a bit of a romance aspect and like coming of age. So it kind of like covers a lot mm -hmm. of different topics within like, one book so and just a point that they they actually pass as white that their skin color is that that white so mm -hmm. that that is actually a central uh, that is a focal point of the book mm -hmm. um so yeah I, I i actually hazel and i were talking about like i wonder like we wonder like how it would play like in, in the film but um and yeah like what did you think about the book 
I really liked it. I thought it was interesting because I, I read one of the author's books before. So this one was on my list because I enjoyed the other one. And then a friend of mine read it and she gave it two stars on Goodreads. And I asked her. Two why stars? Gave it two mm. stars. And she said because mm. she couldn't identify with it. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can identify with it. But I think that's why I liked it so much because, <sighs> you know, it has nothing yeah. to do with my life really. But that's why it was so good. Um, so I thought that was interesting. but. Yeah, I really liked it, um, and especially the audio version, because the person who reads it has this very Southern draw, and I think that no. just really worked very well with the story. Um, and uh, yeah, I also liked the, the story of the daughter and her boyfriend, because mm, I think yeah. he was a really interesting character, and I then gave another layer to it. And then hearing about the different perspectives um, throughout their life, because then you get to know the story of the sister after she um, ran away. So I, I think there were so many layers and so many interesting characters. Um, and you kind of travel all over. Well, you're kind of in the South and then you're in Boston for a bit and then you're the West Coast and then you're in New York. So I feel like that was really nice that it um, kind of all came together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that I like the way you put that. It is. It was very. I mean, obviously, it's about race at its core, but it was very layered, mm-hmm. like so, so much so. And um, oh my god, I don't know how to talk about it without like talking about the ends. But um, you know, like the sister, like it's it's like what I. It's like that feeling of at your core, if you're a person of color, um, when you see injustices. Like you want to say something, um, but at the same time, you want to shelter yourself. Like you want to protect yourself. So you don't want to say anything. And that's why like she, I mean, obviously like my situation to hers is not comparable, but like, that's what she, she doesn't want to say anything. Um, and that like burden weighs down on her. And I thought that was just so um, beautifully written. And exactly are we talking uh, about with now? the neighbor, are you talking about the neighbor? She was mm. sheltering her secret more than she was sheltering, you know, I feel like, and when she spoke up at that neighborhood meeting, I thought, you know, now she's standing up and she's speaking up for these do. people who want to move in. And then she just goes the other way. And I thought, well, that's just, you know, awful. And I feel like she didn't do that because she's afraid, but because she's, so, you know, holding on to her own life and her comforts that she doesn't want, you know, it, it, it was, yeah. Yeah, but, I think it was a yeah. really good example of how, like, some of those, like, some of the racist things in society really do become internalized, mm. you know, and like, you know, even if you're Asian or you're Black, you might start to hate other Asians, other Black people just because of like internalized racism and internalized feelings. And you kind of have this feeling of like, oh, I'm not like them, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, people might be racist against Asian people, but I'm not Asian or, you know, this mm. kind of like sense of like trying to set yourself apart. And actually, it does also really remind me of this um, graphic novel that I was thinking about recently, which I don't know. You might have read, Claire. I'm not sure. But it's called, like, um, I think American Born Chinese. So ABC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that also has a very similar, like, it's about an Asian American uh, boy. But it's, like, kind of also about that feeling of, like, you know, that internalized 
racism of like, even though he's Asian American, he also has some like racist feelings like towards mm-hmm. like China mm-hmm. because, you know, he doesn't want to be like part of that. So I, I really, I thought it was very interesting when uh, like the, the twin storyline, I thought it was very interesting and it reminded me a lot of that novel and those yeah. similar things yeah. as well. Um, and also, like it carries over to when she's talking to her professor, and, our, and remember, her professor's like, "Oh, we're campaigning. It, we're going to Women's March," and she's like, "Oh, what about Black women?" And I think the professor says something like, um, "They have their own." Do, do you all remember what the professor? Yeah. They have their own issues, but they yeah. can join us if they want to. But yeah. usually, they don't. Go. Okay. Like, oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> Honestly, this book it just really just want boom 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 and all like the, the I don't even know how to articulate it like the feelings and like what, what you and like the dynamic between like her daughter and her 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 niece cousin mm-hmm. yeah yeah her yeah I was like oh. yeah the daughter's cousin yeah I kind of wanted them to hug and make up but I just knew it wasn't going to happen oh I'm sorry I gave that away so we can't read this book um yeah I mean so I I guess like yeah, I guess like I can't I can't unsee race when I consume any anything at all. Um, but I mean, I, I don't I don't even know how to ask this. So like, were, were there aspects of it where. Where you, do you think it's possible to enjoy this book purely as a novel? And also, and you're completely in the dark. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no worries, but. <laughs> Like wait, I can't. I can't see myself anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't. I don't even know what I'm asking. But um, um, like, I wonder if that's why my friend didn't enjoy it because um, she doesn't think about race. That's what. That's actually why I was asking that question of because of your your friend's review. I was like, is it possible to read this without registering race? I don't think so personally. But mm-hmm. what do you? What do you all think? What do you mean? to just enjoy it as a novel I don't know what you like I don't know what you mean that's like another question that's like that's very meta because <laughs> <laughs> well, like the book is about race they from the get-go says yeah. these two sisters they can pass off as race so it's it's a I mean as white. yeah and it is really heavy what happened to their dad like yeah. that's really mm-hmm. heavy exactly so um, yeah but yeah, it makes whole, you think about more than the book, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. of mm. course. There's mm. the whole idea of marrying lighter. You know, it's such a big part of that town and the town's history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they talk about in the workplace how they can't even apply for a job if they tick. Like, they enter and they go for an interview and people are like, come in, come in. And when they tick the box that says black or whatever. Where like, they're um, from, yeah. Yeah then they're like oh no get out like and it's like oh wow like it's mm. like that will the I'm sure the author's basing that on what was really happening back yeah. then and it, I didn't realize I feel like the book is not set that that long ago so I was quite shocked about that because I thought surely that would have been further in the past but what when is that like the 50s or the 60s what the time 60s. period would you say mm. yeah. yeah in the book I, one thing I did like about the book too is they did have like the time like the year, the time stamps, yes, like in the chapters. Mm. And I don't know, maybe I noticed this even more because it was the audiobook. So like the only <laughs> words I saw were the chapter titles. <laughs> but yeah. like they, 
I did like that they had like the timestamps. So like in the beginning, it starts like I think 1968. And then later when it follows more of the daughter's storylines, it's like 1980s. And mm-hmm. I mean, that actually is quite true to American history. Like, yeah. you know, you see some of the pictures from the civil rights movement and they've been like colorized and they're like, look, it's actually not that long ago. Like they like these photos actually were in color when they were taken. Like, you know, in history books, we often put them in black and white because we're trying to pretend that it was further in the past, but it wasn't that far away. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah, I thought that was that was really great to just, you know, I mean, I mean, not good in the time, but I thought in the book, they portrayed it really, really well. And they really showed like how, like how arbitrary these ideas around race are, you know, and I mean, as a a mixed person, I find that a lot. I've probably mentioned this a million times, but like people never know where I'm from. So it's always interesting to hear like where they think I'm from because it's a different answer, like almost every time. And so I have a perception of myself as being like Asian American, but then people will be like, oh, I thought you were French or, oh, I thought you were like, you know, um, I don't know, (laughs) European or something. So (laughs) this book, I think also really picked up on those themes really well to show like how arbitrary it is. Like, you know, these, these girls can pass as white, but they come from a colored family. So no, they're still like colored. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful book though. Just Mm -hmm. so. So point poignant, yeah, poignant. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait to watch the film. Yeah. Mm. Do we know anything about the casting? Ooh, no. Oh, do did you guys find out? Mm-mm. No, I don't know. I don't think it's released yet. Um, I I know we're, we're like barely scraping the surface with this one. Um, and we'll have to read some of uh, her other other books. But, um, just to uh, continue, I guess now we'll talk about the hidden brain episode. And oh. do, you, do you want to take it away since you nominated it? Oh, um, well, I I hadn't listened to any of the um, episodes before. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I hadn't even heard of the podcast. And I asked Peter what he was listening to because I heard somebody talk about something and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then um, he said that he really enjoyed that one. And it's quite interesting because in December, we cheekily went to London for a few days and stayed in an Airbnb. And normally I'm the one who does our Airbnb bookings. And this time it was him. And um, we thought it was quite interesting. And his sister tried before and it hadn't worked. And um, you know, I was wondering, oh, I wonder why it didn't work. But she was under 26, so she couldn't book for more than how many people we were, six, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then we ended up staying in this Airbnb and then it was a black host. And I was like, oh, maybe that's why it was so easy. So that kind of mm-hmm. fit in with the, the timestamp of uh, you asking. <laughs> Oh, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because um, yeah, normally, you know, it's just my photo, so it never really came up. But um, I don't know how our trips to Italy would have been if it hadn't been my photo. Uh, Serena, do you want to tell us what you think since you yeah. listened to recently? I thought it was interesting to listen to. I've never experienced anything like that using Airbnb um, or when I had. Yeah, the only time I've really used Airbnb was to film projects at uni. And it's got my Facebook picture on there. 
and I was able I was able to use people's houses to film so that's not even to stay in there that's to like film a project and I didn't have any problem with that but then I am aware that those kind of things do happen so it was nothing new but it was just interesting to hear kind of people describe their experiences just because I've never experienced it. Because in in the um in the podcast it was only Americans, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that that's a good point, actually. Oh man, we're really US centric. We need to yeah. <laughs> change us for the next one, ladies. Do you know why? It's because in America, I feel like people aren't um they don't hide their racism. <laughs> I feel like in the I don't I would rather know that if my if my neighbor's going to be racist, I'd rather you say it to my face every day than knowing that that's what's going on in the house next door to me. And mm. I'm there thinking you're cool with me when you, you really detest me. Like, you just, you know, when you just would rather know the company that you're keeping. And I feel like in the UK, I feel like um, racism is like an undercurrent. And I feel yeah. like people only speak on it when other people are speaking on it. I feel like no one it's not out there as much. Like a lot of people in the UK still think the UK is not racist and they will still defend it online. To, it's so crazy. But then they're quick to point at America and be like, oh yeah, they're racist, you're racist, you're racist. And it's like, no, we're just as racist. It's just you don't see it as much. But I think here they they tell you for no reason, oh, but but I'm not racist. But firstly, yeah. I didn't ask you. And secondly, <laughs> you know, if you feel the need to point it out, then maybe you are actually hiding something that you. So your neighbor might, you know, randomly walk up to you and say, "Oh yeah, but I'm not a racist." But okay, you're like, oh you yeah, that's happened to me before. Yeah, and people are talking about Chinese takeaways. I'm like, are you, so you're you're not racist because you eat Chinese food? Also, I'm not Chinese. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like really seedy, like it's insidious, like the racism. And it's like when we when we worked in an office to, um, together, and you wasn't there, and someone was like clear Chinese. I spun around in my chair and was like, "No, she's she's not Chinese. Like who who told you she was Chinese?" Like, and I really I really hate um, when people just assume someone's race and will go by it. It's like. Okay, everyone has their prejudice, but if someone corrects you and tells you this is what they are, then don't proceed to keep calling them what you was calling them before. Mm. It's like, no, I don't, I don't know. Really, that's something that really, that really. You got on a kind of <laughs> okay. <problem>. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, actually, that's a really good point because this this one like reminded. Well, first, I'm glad like none of this has happened to you, Serena. But like, yeah, like whenever we travel, we have. You know, it could be hotel and Airbnb or, or whatever. I just make Peter, um, you know, it, it's just easier. So I just make Pete, I put everything under Peter's name. I make him talk. And it's not because, oh, no, I'm so weak and I need a man to help me. It's because I don't want to deal with the potential racism. And this is e even a, even in Korea when we're out, that's more like um, it's not racism. I just don't want to deal with any potential um like sexism I mean like kind of like le less so but uh, I, I just I just make him do it and it's not ideal but I would rather have him do it than run the list risk of potential not racism nonsense that ruins my entire trip so <laughs> that's my take on it that sounds really sad when you say it out loud but it is just the way it is right now 
Uh, Hazel, what about you? Like, what about when you and Galal travel? Because you you manage like a lot of like the book. I normally screen. do mainly based on the fact that he can't deal with online payments. <laughs> so I usually deal with anything for us yeah. or for him. I normally deal with any online payments. So mm. yeah. <laughs> But I'm okay. sure he's I'm sure he's asked me to ask questions on Facebook on his behalf before. Um because mm. he thinks yeah. he'll get a better response. I'm sure I'm sure I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's happened. Oh yeah, Hazel's husband is a person of color, just <laughs> to to make that clear. Um but that makes me really sad. Like, yeah, listening to this, yeah, like I mean, it's not a surprise, but it does make me like really sad. Like, oh, when you're traveling, you want to be comfortable. So like if you're a personal caller, you want to rely on you're depending on your partner who is white. And if you're a if you're white in that couple scenario, you kind of have to like take the brunt of the logistics. I don't know. That, that That's really that makes me really sad, actually. But it's like in the context of Korea, I think if either of us booked, it would be fine. This was like asking a question in the context of in Korea, you know what it's like, the, the expectation of what an English teacher should look like. And mm, yeah, 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 that. yeah that's another so it was asking, yeah. it was asking within that kind of a context. Yeah. So I don't think it in Korea in general, if either of us booked, I think there would be no problem. But um, yeah, asking in that kind of a community. Yeah. Mm. Or booking an Airbnb in Texas. Probably ask oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately sadly mm. it's always yeah I don't know um but do do you do you um did you all like look at the hidden brain podcast feed by any chance (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean we're on a a podcast and we need to know the lingo guys come on I don't don't watch podcasts do you mean the, the notes? The- no, no, no. Um, like they have other episodes out. Um, so yeah, they have a they have a few other ones on like like tra- traveling, um, and and mm. things like that. They're, they all they're all in the same theme, um, mm. and it, it it just it just bums me out. Um, but it's kind of like, I mean, and we talked about this one on one. Um, you and me, Sabrina, you know about like you can't relax when you're traveling. And Adrian too, like you just can't relax. You know, it doesn't matter who you're with because you just never mm. know if someone's gonna mm. do a racist one on you, like out of nowhere. Yeah, I think because um, some of my friends from Germany, they're well, one is in Sweden and they're a white couple, and my friends from Germany are a white couple, and they asked us to go to Slovenia with them at That's the cool. end of this summer, and. I wonder if we are the only people who are wondering how it's going to be for Peter to be there because none of them have that experience of traveling um, to a country. I mean, I've never been to Slovenia. Maybe it's fine. But, you know, if I think about Eastern Europe, I'm always a bit like, but then, you know, we're going to be six people. So I'm I'm less hesitant about going than I would be if it was him and I traveling. But yeah. Yeah. Hearing you say that, if I was in that position, I know I would Google like everything <laughs> before I even booked the flight or considered the holiday. Do like people over there and like black people? Genuinely, those are questions that um that I ask. Is Austria 
Vienna is such a beautiful country, but I'd never go back. Never go yeah, back. Yeah, same, same with Sweden. <laughs> never go back. Go. And that is one holiday where my skin was just crawling for the whole time mm. I was there. Like, the hotel, the people, in the, the people in the hotel were really nice. And, mm. like, the few people we interacted with, like, in public were nice. But I couldn't get on public transport or walk through, like, the tube stations without, like, five people staring at me. There's always eyes on me. Going mm. down the escalator, I'm being watched, like, every angle. I used to look down on that escalator. Um, a lady on the tube was just staring at me for the whole ride. Oh, you know, to look out look out the window yeah. and, you know, it's the tube, like, you're looking at the brick wall because you're like, <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Kids that were sitting next to me, you could tell that they were talking about us because they would look at us, just laugh and t- literally talk about you to the person mm. next to them by looking, oh like, making eye contact. It was just a very uncomfortable... Was that in Vienna? Yeah. I, like, I couldn't... I couldn't and that's such a big city, yeah. Yeah, I think when I was there, I probably saw two black women and I was there for about four days. Really? When were you there? When was that? Um, let's say 2018, oh, 20, wow. 2017 yeah. or 2018. It was um, a few years ago. But yeah, that, Italy was like so-so when I was in mm. Milan. Like I really, I've got really mixed vibes. It's like, do you want me there? Do you not want me there? <laughs> um, I get food so many times um, during the evening. And like every place we went to, we just like they weren't interested in being my cousin being there. We went in, got to the camp. They not want money. <laughs> so not, that's how bad it got. That's how my cousin was fuming. She was like, even down to our money is not worth it. And they were clearly talking to people behind us. And it was like, oh well, my we god. And in the end, we ended up having like the best meal ever. Um, by like this guy who had his own like little cafe restaurant thing he served us like past um closing time and the kitchen door closed but we opened it back up cooked everything fresh and i just thought that one experience kind of cancelled out the negativity Um, because he really went above and beyond and that's when like i would definitely recommend milan to anybody but just just be yeah it is safer and i'm just kidding (laughs) but then it was interesting because a guy that we met over there he says he'd come to he worked in london for a few months and he hated it he said the abuse he got from english people he says that it really made him depressed and he he hated being in um being in london and i just thought that is like crazy such a crazy um like experience that like we shared Mm. yeah we were in the south and it was it was fine. I don't remember there any incidents, but then it was the two of us, so it might also be a bit different. And mm. uh, the south is also, and we started in in Napoli, so you know that's quite a well. It's not rough, but it's it's not posh. So I wonder if that's also different. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are dynamics like that. Um, well, I again, I know we've just barely scraped the surface, but. Thanks so much for joining the session. 